I can't hear anything in my headphones. There we go. I can hear you. Just think if work was a musical. Hmm? I would hate every second of that. Me too. Musicals. Not my bag. Well, it's the same as poetry. It's like, why can't you just tell me what you mean instead of me having to decode metaphors? Like... If life were a musical, like I just... Like it is in the movies, where does the music come from? Yeah. Because we hear the fantastic musical number that goes along with all the singing and dancing. Do they hear that? What's it coming from? And how did they learn all the steps to the intricately choreographed dance? And how is everyone singing a a spur-of-the-moment song? In a food court. In a food court. They're all singing the same song, the same chorus. Everyone knows everything. I don't know. I call baloney on this. Yeah. Musicals. (laughs) They'll never work. Huh? Hmm? A lawn chair is a good town chair, but you're aware of that. It falls down to half the size so you can lay it flat. I can watch the world go by and live without a care. I've never had a bad time in my old lawn chair. Hey, it's the Lawn Chair Prophets. My name's Garner Andrews. That's Bryce Kelly sitting right over there, making strange and intense eye contact. I gotta Never start breaking. wearing. Gotta start wearing aviators in here. Speaking of aviators, did I tell you when I was at the gym the other morning? Because I go to the gym. That's just what I do. It's like five thirty in the morning on a Sunday. There's a guy in there. He's dressed head to toe in black, like black sweatpants, black hoodie. He's got the hood up on the hoodie, a hat pulled down really low. And sunglasses on in the gym at 530 on a Sunday morning. Creep. Man, maybe it was a big name A-list celeb and he just didn't want to get spotted. Yeah, probably. Was it Vin Diesel? I bet it was Vin Diesel. Uh, I didn't want to stare because I couldn't tell if he was looking at me. All I saw were sunglasses and a dark hood. And I thought, what are you doing? You're trying too hard. He's a man of mystery is what he is. Yeah. Anyway, on today's show, we're going to uh, talk about movies that you love that everyone else hates or vice versa, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's kind of like the, the movies that are universally acclaimed. People mm. just rant and rave about, oh, they can't stop talking about these movies. And you watch it and you're like, I don't get it. It wasn't that good. Yeah. Uh, Also, tales of the worst boss you ever had. There's some spectacular tales of bad bossing. That's what we call it. But first up, the greatest shout-out you ever received. Lawn Chair, don't care. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly are the Lawn Chair Prophets. I guess these could be shout-outs. These could be retweets, comments, likes that you got from Famous people? It happens. It happens all the time. In fact, there was just this guy. Turns out he's a Canadian fella from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. I've been there. Yeah. It's this guy. His name is Cody. He just innocently wrote a few weeks ago this tweet that said something along the lines of when he worked at McDonald's, he would put an extra McNugget into every 10-piece order that he made. So he'd make an 11-nugget meal. Yeah. Just to make people stay. And everyone started being like, oh. Hero. What a Robin Hood. Oh. Not all heroes wear capes. And for whatever reason, this thing just took off like a gunshot to the point that all these big-name people were liking it, retweeting it. There's even video of Tom Hanks. He's in this video where he's just reading nice tweets. Yeah. He reads this guy's tweet. I worked at McDonald's for two and a half years, and I put 11 nuggets in almost every 
ten-piece I made. That is a man who's not only being nice, but he's feeding the world a little bit better and bucking the corporate strategy. Bravo! That's a nice thing to do. And uh, well, hang on a second here. Guess who's on the phone, Bryce? Do we have the actual guy? Uh, Cody. Hello. Has your uh, has your life returned to normal yet? Uh, you know, every time it, it it seems like it's about to, something happens. Like Tom Hanks reads a tweet, and then it starts up again. I know that's so that that's pretty. Uh, that must feel pretty bizarre, surreal when you look at the TV or you look online. You see Tom Hanks reading your tweet. The surreal is the the perfect word for it. It's it's truly not something I ever imagined when I tweeted that. Yeah. Now the bar's set pretty high here, but I want to talk on the show a bit today about the greatest retweet or like that you ever got. And I mean, I know what yours is, but <laughs> I want to see if anyone else can come close. Tom Hanks mm. was just the tip of the iceberg, though. Like, who else? Didn't Elon Musk like your tweet? Like, who else was involved with this? He did. Um, and it's, you know, I wish I was verified on Twitter because then you can see, like, which other verified accounts liked it. Elon Musk, I just saw. I happened just to be on the app at the time that he liked this. Yeah. So that's how I know that one. But I know like Michelle Romano from Dragon's Den as well, but I'm not sure who else. Yeah. But Elon Musk and Tom Hanks, they aren't slouches. No. No. Okay. Well, one final question for you. Uh, ultimate dipping sauce for the nugget. Is it barbecue or is it the sweet and sour? It is the sweet and sour, I have to say. That is correct, yes. Mm-hmm. So, Tom Hanks, and I would lose my, I would probably wet my pants a little bit if Elon Musk, he's one of my heroes, if he liked something I posted. Yeah, Elon Musk locking eyes on something you wrote. Uh, I think it's funny, too, that Elon Musk, who's worth how many billions of dollars, yeah. <laughs> likes tweet about an extra McNugget. <laughs> Well, a lot of people pointed out, though, they're like, he's not a hero. That's theft. Yeah. He was stealing from the corporation. And somebody actually did make a good point. They said, well, how would Elon Musk feel if, you know, everybody gave away free Tesla floor mats? I guess maybe not quite the same thing. And somebody said, well, the difference is, is that at the end of the day, Tesla doesn't throw out tons of floor mats. Yeah. So Yeah, they don't throw day-old doormats. No. So anyway, there were so many, uh, there's a lot of people, this one right here too. I need more details on this because this is spectacular. I just found out recently my mom is on Twitter. She's followed by Yoko Ono. No idea how that happened. Ooh, Yoko. (laughs) Yeah. She was married to a beetle. (laughs) She broke up the Beatles. (laughs) She kind of did. Maybe she's going to break up the family. Maybe she's going to break up Twitter. Maybe. Uh, somebody else said, I once got a retweet from Zach Braff. Oh, that's pretty solid. Ooh, I love scrubs. Uh, another time from George Strombolopoulos. Mm. And Tony Hawk follows me on Twitter. Leanne, why? Okay, that's from Leanne. Why would Tony Hawk be following you, Leanne? Tony Hawk has grown into, I think, one of the cooler, one of the number one guys on the list of you know celebrities you'd want to have a beer with. Yeah, Turns out he's a cool, funny guy. I do like him. Yeah, he seems like a good guy. I don't know. Maybe Leanne's pulled a 720 on a skateboard. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Tony Hawk, that's a pretty good get. Mine, I I think my crowning achievement. Oh, boy. Here we go again. Mm, mm, mm. You know what? I even have the audio of it. It was an audio shout-out of Ron McLean mentioning my name on TV once. You mean Ron McLean, Canada's cool uncle? Yeah. 
said my name. And just seeing the music there, Bounce 91.7 and especially Sonic 102.9, uh, Ryan and Bryce and all the gang there, the boys and girls of Sonic, these guys all know them. Uh, they were our radio partners here in St. Albert, were fantastic. Yeah. And there's Mark Messi in that shot, a legendary, legendary NHLer, not even cracking a smile, when mm-hmm. Ron McLean said hi to Bryce. Yeah. I interviewed Mark Messi earlier that day. That was a few years ago. And uh, I don't think uh, Mark Messi enjoyed the interview too much. Well, no, because you failed to talk to him about hockey. I was more interested in talking about Lay's potato chips. And if he can just have one? Yeah, that yeah. was one of the questions I asked. He did not enjoy it. And I bet you he gets that question 25 times a day. I thought it was pretty funny at the time. Well, yeah. But he, you're probably right. He does. Uh, my family got to meet retired astronaut Chris Hadfield. He was the commander of the ISS, mm, the International yeah. Space Station. I knew what that meant. Uh, he had an event. We waited in line for him to sign some books. We also took a few photos with him. Later that night, my husband was on Twitter and saw that Chris Hadfield had posted the picture of him and our daughters saying that he loved the look of optimism and bright determination in their eyes. We really geeked out to that. Wow. That's okay. pretty neat. Uh, the space theme continues. My husband got a like from Buzz Aldrin the other day. I mean, celebrities, whatever. That guy has been to the moon. And the best part was my husband was sort of poking fun at how expensive this art was that Buzz was selling. And he still hit the like button, Kim. Wow. The second man on the moon. Mm, not I mean, the first. Not the first man on the moon, but number two. Uh, did you ever see that episode of 30 Rock where he's on it? And no. And him and Tina Fey are standing there yelling at the moon? No, I didn't see that. He's like, I walked on your face. Like It's just him yelling at the moon. Would you like to yell at the moon with Buzz Aldrin? Yes, please. I own you. You dumb moon. I walked on your face. <laughs> Okay, I need to go back and rewatch Thirty Rock. You really do. I missed a couple of seasons. Hey, Janine, your uh, your brush with fame, if you will, people that liked your post or yeah, or shared comments. it, tagged you. Uh, well, it was mo- it wasn't I it wasn't a post because I I don't know any famous people, but I commented on the Rock's post when the Water Rock Johnson when he won um, people's. Um, it wasn't Sexiest Man of the Year because some other guy won that, but he was on the cover issue, and it was talking about like just how good of a guy he is. So I, you know, I reiterated the compliment that he's beautiful on the inside and out, and he's awesome, and all this other stuff. And he liked, and he commented back, and I screenshotted that, and I shared it on my Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> and now, any conversation where the name The Rock comes up, you pull your phone out. Yeah, I'm like The Rock liked my comment. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that one time 27 years ago when The Rock liked my... This uh, is here. I got a picture of it right here. Will you, do you yep. think you'll still be doing that? Uh, probably not. This was only about two months, two, three months ago that this happened. Oh, so I have so it's, brought it up a couple times, but it's yeah. It's brand new then. Yep. Okay, no, this is good. When The Rock likes and comments back at you, that's solid. Yep. What did he totally say? Is. What did he say back? Uh, just he appreciates it so much and, you know... Uh, something along those lines. I can't remember the exact verbiage. You think I'd have it memorized, but yeah, he he appreciates the compliment. Wow, a like from the people's champ. Yeah. Do you feel like he likes everything though? Like he's such a positive, and not to take anything away from Janine, that's a good story and everything, but he's so upbeat and so positive. I bet she's just like 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 like. He probably does throw it around pretty loosey-goosey, mm-hmm. but she got the comment, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is a nice touch, because he's a busy guy. He's busy 
being a movie star. Here's one I don't quite understand. When I first signed up for Twitter, the first person to follow me was Dana Carvey. What? For a while, he was the only person following me. I was disappointed when a couple of my friends started following me. How did Dana Carvey end up following you? Who are you? As in Garth from Wayne's World? Yeah, that Dana Carvey. Wow. That is a, that's really bizarre. Your one and only follower is Dana Carvey? You and McGregor liked my Instagram post that I tagged him in. It was my four-year-old standing in front of a train spotter, two post, a train spotting two poster. I was pretty excited. Uh, you tagged him, huh? I don't know. That's, not a pure? It's not a pure like. That's you. Hey, you, and you know what would be really cool? Is if you liked this thing. If you had not tagged him and he just discovered that thing and liked it, that's a different story. See, that's like Cody the McNugget guy. Elon Musk just happened to see it and liked it. Oh, yeah, yeah. He wasn't tagged in it. So I, I agree. It's not pure. It's like the Barry Bonds version of the home run record. <laughs> I mean, he did it, but, but there's an asterisk there. Yeah. There's yeah. a little bit of a, there's some fine print there. Okay, here's another one that falls into that same category. Last year, I tweeted Mark Hamill, and then they put Luke Skywalker in case we don't know. Yeah, I'm aware. Uh, t- uh, I tweeted Mark Hamill to wish me happy birthday. Oh, boy. You asked him to wish you happy birthday? Eek. I tried several times, and finally, on my birthday, he liked my tweet. It was my brush with greatness. <laughs> that is a brush with neediness right there. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, asking uh, for someone to wish you a happy birthday. Uh, and several times. It, uh... You're blowing out the sad candles on that one. That's like demanding an apology. Is that a, is that apology that satisfying when the person's like, okay, I'm sorry. That doesn't really mean anything. And when you extract a happy birthday from somebody, I wish to strike this one from the podcast. Okay. Yeah. That one does not count. Nope. The Lawn Chair Profits with Garner and Bryce. It's on the internet, where your Uncle Ron gets way too political. Garner, right now everyone and their dog is talking about the Irishman. Oh, you mean the three and a half hour movie? Yeah. Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci. I'm an hour in, and it's good. Don't get me wrong, but man, oh man, did it need to be three and a half hours? Remember when that used to be called a miniseries? Three and a half hours is a lot to chew. But everyone's talking about it. Mm-hmm. The artistic folk are like, oh, my God, this is the best movie in years. Oh, my God. But then there are lots of people who are watching it and being like, whatever. This was uh, two hours too long. Ooh. See, we were talking about this. I'm an hour into it. I still have um, Avatar left to go. Yeah, you still have two and a half hours. You have a long movie still to go. Yeah. And, and an I don't in. do long movies. Anything over two hours, I refuse to go. Wow. Yeah. I, I haven't watched it yet myself just because, you know, I'm such a busy man. Yeah, you sure are. I have my hands in so many pies mm. that I haven't had the time to squeeze out three and a half hours. Yeah, like literal pies. He has his hand in pies. But it got us thinking about like all these movies that uh, most people love, but you watch and you just don't get. Do you want to do ours right now? Sure, yeah, go ahead. You tell yours. Snatch. Um, I just don't. First of all, you're wrong. I I thought it was average at best. I saw it in the theater when it came out, and I remember leaving going, yeah, it was okay. It wasn't 
didn't knock my boots off. Oh, it is a Guy Ritchie classic. Ugh. I think most people have a hard time getting over Brad Pitt. Yeah, he was hard to understand. Yeah, if you've never seen Snatch, this is how Brad Pitt talks in that movie. Dear Lord, you bought how you saw it. Hey, look. <laughs> I've helped as much as I'm going to have. You still got a car. I suggest you use it for you're not welcome anymore. I think, I think you should off now, but you still got the legs to carry See, what a cop-out. Because I'll bet you Brad Pitt made a fortune for doing that movie. Because he doesn't work cheap. And it's not like he had to ma- memorize any lines. He just had to mumble and... Ooh, I'm going to call you out on that one. He's not saying anything. Because if you... Uh, I own the DVD of that. And yeah. there's a special feature in there where you can get the subtitles just for Brad Pitt. Hmm. And then, I think I picked up an F-bomb in that clip you played. I think so, too. Yeah. Uh, but if you go through, it actually goes through the movie and has subtitles just for him, and you start to realize, like, oh, my God, he is saying actual words. Hmm. And uh, I love that movie. I think it's fantastic. I think you're wrong. Yeah. Well, Snatch is my name. Big Lebowski. Mm. I, yeah, it was fine. Yeah. That's all. It was fine. That one's a little overhyped. Yeah. Yeah. I'll what agree. about you? Me? Ooh, don't even get me started on this one. E.T. I hate that movie so much. Everyone talks about it. Some new commercial just came out with E.T. is in and it again. And the kid, Elliot. And the Elliot's in it. And everyone's like, oh, my God. So beautiful. I didn't know I need the sequel until now. I hated it more now than I did as a kid. And I wow. hated it as a kid. Even his dumb voice. E.T. Phone home. Oh. Oh, it sounds like my aunt who died of emphysema, actually. <laughs> in her, What's it's that horrible thing where you have to, to hold up? Yeah. <laughs> that thing you have to hold up to your neck to talk? Yeah, she had one of those, Bryce. Yeah, that's what he sounds like. And then there's the scene, because I just watched the scene with Drew Barrymore, whom I hate. Oh, boy. I think she's the worst actress on the face of this earth. Hmm. And even as a child, and I can look and say this confidently, I hate that child. There was no point where you had a little bit of a crush on Drew Barrymore. No. She's cute. She's and I don't mean child Drew Barrymore. I mean early twenties no. Drew Barrymore. No, really, I can't stand. I think she's the least talented actress in the game. Huh. Uh, but there's a scene where she dresses ET up and he's got like a wig on and stuff. I cringe so much because I, one, I hate how ET looks. Mm. I hate how he sounds. I hate how he waddles. I yeah. hate how they. It always bothered me how they were hiding him from every. I. Just gave me anxiety, and I hate E.T. Wow. Do we need to pause for a few minutes? I need to catch my breath. We okay? Uh, somebody just texted, I hate ooh, I hate Forrest Gump as much as Bryce hates E.T. Such a stupid movie. How dare you? I couldn't believe the amount of times Avatar and Forrest Gump came in. How could you possibly hate this? My mom always said... Life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Charming. It is. Forrest Gump. Huh. I'm just shoulder checking right now. That could be my favorite movie of all time. Really? It could be one of them, yeah. Mm. I love that movie, so I don't understand the hatred for it. I enjoy it when he gets shot in the buttocks. Yeah. I like it when uh, Lieutenant Dan comes back. Lieutenant Dan! And he dives off the shrimping boat and goes swimming after Lieutenant Dan. Ah, uh, yes. God, that's good stuff right there. Uh, let's grab this. Hello? Hey, Garner. How you doing? Good. How about you? Good. Speaking of movies that everybody loves that you hate. Yeah, yeah. Sound and music. 
It's the only movie where I wanted the Nazis to win. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do people are people passionate about the sound of music, or is that one of those movies that you say you absolutely love because it makes you appear to be something that you might not be? Does that make any sense? I feel you. My uh, my ex wife loved it. Yeah, I couldn't stand it. Yeah, bunch of annoying kids. Urgh. What was that one song called from the, the Lonely Goat Herder or something like that? Yeah. And I know them all. What do you do with a problem like Maria? Like, I got them all just burned into my head. What is the worst song on the Sound of Music soundtrack? I think it's the Edelweiss one. Edelweiss, Edelweiss. Wow. There is a level of hatred for the Sound of Music here. Yeah, yeah, not good. Okay, greatest movie of all time, then. We need to establish, though, whether you have bad taste in movies. So what is the greatest movie of all time? So I think my greatest movie of all time is hated by a lot of people. Oh, no. Um, I think one of the best movies is uh, Warriors. Oh, my God. Up top. Boom. I love that movie. It's a great movie, great soundtrack, great premise, gritty New York. Oh, in you know, the 1970s? It's like Goonies for tough kids. You know, it's funny because a year ago right now, and Facebook keeps reminding me that I was having a way better life one year ago right now. Um, I went to San Francisco by myself for a week. I just, well, not a week, nice. for a few days. And the only thing I bought for myself while I was there was a used DVD copy of The Warriors. Nice. Because you can't find nice. that anywhere. No, no, you can't. I had, uh, I actually picked up a Warriors Xbox game, the original Xbox game, a couple months ago at a flea market. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, there was one thing I saw, and I almost pulled the trigger on it. It was a late-night eBay, and it was one of the original vests from the movie. Oh, my God. How much was that? It was 1200 U.S., but... I didn't buy it because I knew if I bought it, I'd try to try it on, and I knew it wouldn't fit. (laughs) (laughs) And then you would just feel bad about yourself, and next thing you know, you're in the depths of a shame spiral. You're eating an entire loaf of Wonder Bread on the couch at 2 in the morning. Exactly. Yeah, we have to have some sort of, um, like a polygraph test. We need to ask some baseline questions because you're not qualified to trash a movie if your favorite movie of all time is a piece of garbage. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. Because I can't take you seriously if you're like, mm, best movie ever, Basketball. Ooh, I do like that movie, though. Not the best movie ever, though. No. Hi there. Hi. Hi. I have a really popular movie that really sucks. Okay, and that movie is? Titanic. Just what the world needed. We have a big tragedy. Let's throw in a bad romance and a gunfight. Wow. Woo. Now, just to get a gauge to find out whether you just have bad taste in movies, what is a great movie? Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, you've got good taste. That's a great movie. Except for there were several people who are like, mm, I hated that. How could you hate Shawshank? It's the triumph of the human spirit. I know. And, then, and it's got uh, Morgan Freeman. Yeah. It's about an unlikely friendship. It's about good... Versus evil and good triumphing over evil. It's got everything. It's got 
about everything. Okay, what's Good your name? Sharon. Ooh, people love to hate Titanic. They do. Um, I don't know. I I went and saw it in the movie theater, and you're a huge Titanic. Even as a little boy, Bryce Kelly, you knew all things about the Titanic. Yeah, I had a weird obsession with the Titanic when I was younger. I had tons of books on it. I had puzzles. I had everything. How, lo- how old were you when your mom took you to the movie theater to see Titanic? I would have been around, because that came out in 97. Yeah. So I would have been around 10. Oh, boy. Was it weird, the sexy time scene between, <laughs> did you understand what was going on? Were you like, is she dying? Is he giving her mouth to mouth? I probably uh, had no idea what was going on. When the carriage got all steamed up inside. Mm. Remember that? Oh, I do. Was your mom uncomfortable? I'm sure everyone was. Because <laughs> uh, I probably, I certainly didn't see that coming. Uh, nor did, did you know, I like, yeah, 10 years old, did you know what was going on? Probably not. No. Probably okay. not. Uh, but I did, like, I enjoy the movie. I don't hate it. I don't. It's not like I watch it every single year. Yeah, it's not like you're watching it going, wow, I love this documentary. I'm sure they have. They took some creative license. Yeah, just a bit. They're, yeah, it's not like they could talk to too many people that were on it when it was going down that night. Maybe I should make that my every April 12th, the day it sank. Wow. Listen to this. What year did it sink, Bryce? 1912. I now should check that it is actually April 12th. It is, I think. It's the 12th or the 15th. It was April something. Yeah. And it sank. And uh, maybe I should uh, watch that movie every April 12th. Will you go see the sequel, Titanic 2? Mm, yeah. Because <laughs> in this one, it actually floats. Wow. Yeah. And it, there's enough life jackets for everybody. There's enough life rafts. It's kind of lame, actually, but um, it's more of a positive reflection of uh, the, where we're at these days when it comes to nautical travel. Oh, good. Yeah. I was. I'd prefer the Titanic with a happy ending, that's for sure. We only got two chairs, but maybe if you ask nice, you can sit on Bryce's lap. It's the Lawn Chair Profits. Bad boss, bad boss. Ugh, I swore I wasn't going to do that. No, that was really cool. We started Real talking cool. the other day just about horrible bosses. Have you ever worked for a really bad boss? Uh, no, no, not really. I told you the story. Have I told it on here before about the one day? I was doing a morning show on a radio station in another city, and... The boss came to me after the show one day, and he's like, hey, let's go out for lunch. And I'm like, yeah, I'm probably getting a raise or something like that. So we go out for lunch, and uh, over the course of lunch, he told me that I was being demoted and being sent back to the all-night show. And then he's like, oh, yeah, and I forgot my wallet. you got to pay for lunch. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, woo. wonder if that guy's listening to this podcast. I'm not. I mean. I hope so. That was 30 years ago, maybe. Man, I'm I would almost still hold over it. I'm almost over it. I did get fired many times. Once. Uh, Once. <laughs> I thought it was several times. Maybe you got fired from one radio job, but didn't you get fired from other jobs? <laughs> got fired from one radio job. But that was, I can't even remember who the boss was at that point. Yeah. It was so not memorable. I can't say it was a bad boss. Well, can we talk about the story that you and I were just talking about early this morning here about that person we know? Who, oh, yeah. On uh, vacation, fired while on vacation. Yeah. She's in Mexico right now, not even back yet, but she got word in Mexico that her services are no longer required. Yeah. She won't have to come back to work. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's a tough one. Yeah. That's a little rough. Uh, but we got talking about all of this because uh, right now in the NHL, a bunch of the coaches are being called out for their oh yeah poor behavior mm-hmm. um, for various different things. Sometimes it's physical abuse. Sometimes it's 
emotional. Emotional. Sometimes yeah. it's verbal. And everyone just started talking about it, like, oh, the bad bosses they've had. And there's no shortage. No, this one right here, Garner, Bryce. My boss borrowed my car to run a few errands at lunchtime this past summer. He got a photo radar ticket while using it and hasn't reimbursed me yet. I mentioned to him after I got it in the mail, he still hasn't paid. Do I ask him again or just let it ride? DP. Ooh, no, you Woof. ask him again. Yeah. No. And do it in front of other people. Actually, ask him one more time face-to-face, just the two of you, and then if he doesn't pay, then ask him in front of a group of people. you got to shame this guy. Wow. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Because uh, you should not have to pay that ticket. <laughs> uh, hey, I work at Costco Liquor. My boss, Mike, every single day eats one of my chicken strips from my chicken strip combo. It's getting very out of hand. <laughs> okay. Oh, because if he works at Costco Liquor, uh, I assume that chicken strip combo is the Costco chicken strip combo, yeah. which is a mighty fine chicken strip combo. Those fries are fantastic that come with the chicken strip combo. I was just in a Costco yesterday. I passed on getting lunch there because the lineup was crazy. Oh, that's, yeah, when you buy the chicken strip combo, and especially if you buy it regularly, you know exactly how many chicken strips are in there, and it's the exact right of num- uh, right number of chicken strips for you. That's not factoring in your boss, Mike. Because if Mike takes one every single time, you're probably still hungry when you're done your lunch. Cool it, Mike. Yeah. I couldn't imagine anything that would upset me more. Yeah. I think that would be the worst thing to ever happen to me. The worst? The worst. You Hmm. couldn't do a worse thing to me. Wow. Impossible. Uh, My current boss got me and a buddy at work to go to his place about 15 minutes away to pick weeds out of his ditch. Keep in mind, we are skilled tradesmen making a decent wage. Best part about this is that his kids didn't want to do it, so he got us to. Lucky I had a few drinks in the trunk of my car from the weekend before. Huh. So probably, probably we're getting paid to weed the bosses. That's called abuse of power. Yeah. That's what that is. Go weed my lawn. And the thing here we should point out too, it's, I mean, you don't want to send employees to do your personal work at home. It's one thing to do that if you own the company, but if you're just managing a company and that is abuse of company resources. It sure is. the people are the real resources, Bryce. Mm, You should get that tattooed on your neck. I had a restaurant manager who would blatantly smell the back of hostesses' necks when they were, well, I wish I didn't read this one. It was odd. Beware of neck smellers, they finish. Great. Wow. Mm. Yeah, that's grim. Uh, My dad had a boss who made him clean up a violent assault, blood, (laughs) etc. What is the etc. part after the blood? I need to know. Teeth? (laughs) Cartilage? I just gave him a bucket of soapy water and told him not to call the cops. Ooh, it was at a pizza joint. That was eventually shut down by the popo. Hmm. Ooh. That is French for police. That is a bad day at work when you have to clean up blood and et cetera. Yeah. I wonder what the et cetera part is. I need to know that now. I'm going to assume it's teeth. Yeah. Huh. Uh, My best friend had to call in sick on her wedding day. They wouldn't give her the day off. Hmm. Okay. Well, did she plan her wedding in the busy season? Does that mean she only got one day off? Did she plan her wedding on Boxing Day and she's a retail manager? <laughs> yeah. You think you could take vacation time because they don't just give you a day off to get married. You have to use vacation time. Yeah. Hey, I had a boss who used to open 
openly browse hot or not? Remember that. <laughs> what year is this from? <laughs> is hot or not still a thing? Ooh, probably you not. You Google it on your computer, not mine. Uh, had a boss who would openly browse hot or not. He even put his wife's picture up there and would regularly check her rating. When other employees would leave, he'd often hold court in the common room and talk about them and everything about them that he didn't like and how they worked. Flips. Okay, thank you for that. Flips. Hot or not. Okay, hotornot.com. Still a thing. Really? Yeah, it looks like it's a dating. Oh. A dating thing now. Find someone new. Meet and chat with people near you. That sounds nice. Hmm. Mommy, how did you meet Daddy? Well, there used to be a website where insecure oh. gentlemen would post pictures of their wives for validation from strangers. Hotornot.com. Uh, my boss grabbed my ass at work. Ooh, I thanks. worked in a pet food store at the time. Well, you know what? This is perfectly normal if you work in an ass-grabbing store, but this is a pet food store, so not normal at all. Yeah, very few reasons to grab a tushy in a pet food store. Yeah, but like I said, if you're in an ass-grabbing store, it's to be expected. <laughs> uh, my boss sent me to her house one day to watch her kid Ooh. after he got sent home from school sick. It was so weird. First of all, having to look after her kid when that's not in my job description, but just being in my boss's house was so weird. I'm still scarred. Renee. Yeah, that's that's a bit of an overask. Yeah, just a little bit. Go watch my child for me. Yeah, these all get worse and worse, I feel like. Yeah. You know what it does? Makes you appreciate what you have. Do you want to hear a really nice one or not? A nice one, well, I suppose. Yeah, we need a, the sorbet. We need a palate cleanser here. Do we? Did you? Are you impressed that I knew what sorbet is? Yeah, I thought you'd just say, yeah, we need some sherbet. <laughs> uh, hey, boys, turning the tables around. Good boss story here. Last year, I was horribly and dangerously overweight, out of shape, stressed out of my mind because of my family dying or being seriously ill. My boss pulled me into his office and ran an intervention on me just before Halloween. He was convinced that I'd be dead from a heart attack by Christmas, so he offered to set me and another coworker up with his personal trainer and cover the fees. 100%. I'm alive today because of him. I dropped 100 pounds and counting. He covered my trainer fees for the first half year. He also helped the homeless guy who was living behind our back fence, gave him a job and helped him find a place to live. He still works here. Just had to put that out there. Not all bosses are horrible. Colin. Ooh, isn't that just lovely? Yeah. That's pretty good. That's an awkward conversation to have as a boss at first, but a very yeah. nice thing for him to do. Colin, um, I need to talk to you about uh, your morbid obesity. <laughs> You're going to die. Yeah, unless you put that corn dog down right now. I wonder if Colin was holding a corn dog while the intervention was going on. That's what they don't teach you at boss school. Yeah. When you go to school to be a boss, uh, the awkward conversations you're going to have to have. And that's why I don't work in HR. Well, first of all, I think it would be really boring. But uh, secondly, I can't. I don't like confrontation. Yeah. I can't have an awkward conversation with somebody. That's why I flunked out of boss school. Yeah. Yeah, I failed my uh, sensitivity training. Really? But you had the briefcase and everything? You had a briefcase with an apple in it? Oh, yeah. A stapler? Yeah. Yeah. And I would sit down and be like, hey, fatso. Mm. And immediately getting that fail. It's not for me. It's not for everyone. It's not for Bryce. No. Thanks for listening to the Lawn Chair Profits with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. 
theme by Garner Andrews. Guests of the Lawn Chair Prophets stay in the dumpster behind the building by the rail yard. Classy. Classy.